Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 185. It's your boy, A-Dub. Hey, boys, you're back in the building. What's going on, Slack fam? What's good, dog? What's good, man? I'm feeling good. Everything's uh, everything's lovely. Um, another week gone by so fast, though, you know? Um, I know. I feel like time is definitely just in fast forward all the time. Really? We're creeping up on um, the end of March, the end of the first quarter already, man. So already. it's pretty crazy, pretty wild. Also creeping up on episode 200. Uh, we're, we're in the countdown mode for that, for sure. That's going to be very exciting. And we still got to make some make some fun plans for that, for sure, um, yeah. for later for later this year. But um, but things are good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I think I'm doing well. Um, I might actually uh, apply for a social a social media position for for just a little, you know, some extra income or whatever. I'm already doing social media, so I might, if I get this job, I'll be taking care of this this uh, this company's social media stuff. But uh, it'd be kind of nice. nice to be able to kind of kind of flows with like my, my my gym stuff. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see if I get it. But yeah, everything's growing, man. YouTube going up, everything's going up. So I'm excited. Hey, that's cool. And, um, you know, there's lots of opportunity that way. And you never know working for somebody else, you know, they'll just keep you kind of more focused and learn some different things too. So that's, that's gangster. Um, I do want to welcome some slackers to the show. We got moms in the building. She says, what's up? Also pops. Good evening to all. And then we got Stephanie Washington. Hey, Hey y'all. And speaking of social media managers right there, you know, that's what she does for a living out in Vegas as well. So you could always, um, you could always chop it up with her, um, you know, for some <laughs> tips and tricks and stuff. She no, said, no, "Oh no. yeah, she says it's a fun job." Strizzy, help you get it. So that's what's up, man. Sure. I might, act, Steph, I might actually hit you up. I might actually hit your inbox and in uh, after the show. So uh, be be on the lookout for your boy. <laughs> yeah, you know she's got your back. That that's what's up, man. That would be definitely a little bit different. And um, speaking of a little bit different for um, episode one eighty five, we are going to do things a little bit different today. Um, just because, you know, we can switch it up and be flexible. We're going to jump into March Madness first. We're going to talk about other sports and then kind of work our way up to our big topic of the day, which is NFL free agency. You know, that's really um, so much going on with that, that the legal temper- tampering period is open. So um, so mm-hmm. that's what's up. Um, we also got Grace Williams. She says hello and happy Tuesday. Got Rock on there. Um, yeah, be ready to wear green later later this week already, too. So and that is coming up huh? That's the seventeenth. Yeah, that's Friday. So, Damn. um, so get your get your green stuff ready for sure. Uh, um, I think. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm sorry. I think we want to do one more thing for the intro as we're doing things a little bit differently. But we do want to um fill out the panel, and we do have a warm welcome for our brother back to the show. You know he's very busy, but whenever we can get a chance to get this man on the show, we always love it. We value his opinion so much. And um, he's live and direct from from a it looks like a new location. I can't really see. We're gonna about to bring him on. We'll we'll find out what's going on with that. What's good? What's good, brother? What up? What up? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got okay. you. Cool, cool. Yeah, we got you loud and clear, man. So I, yeah, I had to give you the big intro because it's looking really clean back there, man. It's yeah. looking. I like the setup. Yeah, this wasn't on purpose. I was supposed to do it today, but I had to do it because my schedule was crazy today, man. So. Dang. We, well, we made it work. Yeah, I believe it. You're always on the go, man. But um, I'm glad we got to catch you at, at, at this spot. Um, yep. For sure, man. So that, that's exciting. How are you doing, though? Everything's okay? Everything's good, man. How everybody doing? Y'all good? Yeah, straight, bro. I see my own pops, Miss Stephanie. What's up? I know I'm going to be on her a little later, but I, I apologize for missing last week, man. Last week was, man, it's been it's been bro, tough man. lately, man. But we we here. 
Bro, we see you. We definitely see you out there active, man. We're just trying to be like you, man, as busy as you. So. <laughs> 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 but um, we are going to do it a little bit differently. So let's go ahead and jump into our first topic of the day. Um, let's let's go with this one. All right, guys, it's your boy Strizzy. We're wrapping it up with the Overweight Championship of the World. Getting back to the studio, guys, in three, two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No wrap up yet. Hold on. What are you going back to the studio for? Mr. A is right here. Overweight champion of the world for, for, for other sports. For other sports, like well, other sports, like what? Like like golf. Like golf. Uh, Mr. A can play golf and tennis. Tennis, sure. Soccer, so, baseball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mr. Absolutely. A can do all that, especially hockey too. I even go on ice. Okay. No reason to go back to that. Other sports is right here. We got other sports right here. You heard it here first. We got other sports right here. All right. Other sports, we're going to start off a little bit different today. Um, let's go ahead and pull up our graphics, though, and get it right, uh, get it popping here. Where, where's my graphics at? There we go. Okay. Um, other sports, and we're going to start off with the NCAA tournament. And, you know, we don't always talk too much college basketball, but March Madness times, we got to get in on the fever. You know, we, we definitely got to get in, get in on the, the excitement. So we are doing our, our March Madness uh, tournament. You can hit the link in the bio or go to say like say like a champ.com to join in with us. And um, I'm going to be throwing my brackets out there. You can throw up to two brackets out there for free, and we are going to be doing a prize for whoever has the best bracket. Um, here on the here on the screen, we have our four top seeds are represented: Alabama, Kansas, Houston, and Purdue as well. Um, what do you guys think? Are you guys excited for for March Madness? I mean, not as, not as much as I normally would be. You, know, you and yeah. Steve, I- that's whack lately, but um, but yeah, man. They can they can pull me out. Yeah, they they're not on the bracket at all. Out, out. Yeah, they didn't make the tournament. Yep. Wow. Like the first time ever, I think the the preseason number one school didn't actually make the tournament. So they were number one at the beginning of the season. And they didn't even make it. They're horrible though, dog. I was I'm not crazy though. And they and they were there with the same pretty the same team as last year. They were in the championship game, right? Yeah. Yeah, true. not much has changed. So that is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I'm not as excited as usual either, but that's just because I haven't really gotten into it. I did watch a little bit of the championship tournaments this weekend um, just to see what's going on. And I definitely have been kind of interested in Alabama since they had that interesting off the off the court stuff going on. Um, but they look like they're really solid. They got the number one overall uh, number one seed. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But I, I always just look forward to the upsets and you know the little Cinderella stories that kind of emerge. So we'll see who it is this year with uh, with that going on. So um, that'd be that'd be crazy if Alabama when the whole thing is like they got basketball too now. So I know, I know like, basketball's <laughs> never been good, and now all of a sudden, and they were good last year too. Yeah, yeah, they've been who, who, holding up nicely. Who who's their best player out of Alabama? Is it Jamaica Green or is it Sexton? Like who you think is the best? Do y'all know offhand who the best out of Alabama? Ever? I don't know. Not offhand, but I know. Yeah. I mean, when you're thinking like, <laughs> I I really can't go far, too far back. You know what I mean? Because like I said, Alabama really hasn't been too too great. That's why I go yeah. like, like me calling Sexton. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, he, he's nice. So I mean, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Um. I think I think that's who I would say right now though too. But um, but this kid that they have right now, he he's pretty legit too. So he's pretty good, man. He's pretty yeah. good. I'm interested to see where he goes in the draft if he's the top pick or not. 
And then uh, the dude for Purdue, Ely or Eerly or whatever his name is, this big dude over here, he's like, yeah, he's big, he's like seven four. He's kind of looking <laughs> like Yao Ming, especially because in college, you know, most teams just don't have height like that. Right. Um, so he, I'm I'm interested to see if he has a big tournament. I like the fact that Purdue just goes to him over and over. I did watch him play a little bit, and they just go straight through their big man. So you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll um, make a little a long run. We'll see. Um, we do got Unk in the building. Hello uh-huh. from Texas. Hope that uh, time change didn't throw you off too much. Uh, we don't change. You know, Arizona doesn't change. So we are always at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. But that might change depending on where you're at. So um, but glad to have you guys with us. Um, and that didn't um, that didn't trip us up too much. Oh, Unk says Robert Ori played for Alabama. Oh, OK. I didn't wow. know that. That's pretty legit. In terms of uh, yeah, so he, he might be the best. He got seven rings, so he might be yeah. the best. That's up there. Um, before we transition out of that, though, just one last reminder, hit the link in the bio and um, get in on our tournament. I think we have like five people in there so far, so hopefully we can get a little bit more people in there to get a competition going. But the brackets close out. I think you have to do it by Thursday. I think the tournament starts on Thursday. There's and, nothing before um, the first game, something like that, yeah. Yeah, they're doing the actual play-in games. The extra games are today and tomorrow to determine those additional, like, 16 seed and – and um, so, yeah, the actual tournament, I think, starts on Thursday. And there'll be lots of basketball to watch through the weekend. So um, so that's what's up with that. Also, I did have a question, though, for you, Marcus. We talked last week about Liv that's going to be in Tucson this weekend. Are you going to try to make it out for that? Or are you interested? Would you be wanting to see that? I, I would have went, but I have a crazy uh, weekend. I have a couple of big funerals I got to do. Uh, so uh, it's going to be kind of tough. But I would have loved to went, but... It starts on the 17th, so that would be the only day I could probably go out there and come back. But if it was, like, a little closer, like Phoenix or something like that, I would probably have did it, but it's going to be kind of hard to go way out there and come back. But Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, man, if there's some way I can sneak down there, like, Thursday night and then just wake up and go early, you know, early Friday and then come back yeah. or something like that, that would be really cool. But the tickets weren't so bad. I think it was, like, $30 for general admission. And then they had different packages that you could get where you get, like, you know, access to, like, different little areas to watch it. They're kind of trying to set it up. Not – obviously not like TPC, but um, not not like Scottsdale, but they're trying to kind of make it like a stadium, too, where you can have a good viewing. Um, we'll see how it goes. But it is a lot of big names in one spot, that's for sure, um, when it comes to live. And, and I think also that they might not make it very long. So I kind of want to try to see one because it might be something that doesn't exist in like three, four years. You know what I'm saying? So. I, don't, I don't know, man. I think uh, the biggest change that really happened, I think more people might go to live because they letting it's, a, it's official now that they can play in all four majors now. Right. So be, being able to play in the majors is, is huge. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm getting paid doing this other stuff. Now I can play in this one too. And it's going to make the rivalry even more because – the PJ guys trying to beat these guys now, you know what I'm saying? So if the live guys win majors, it's like, oh shit, what's going on? So I think I ain't gonna lie, I think Liv might be around a little long because it's gonna be a good like w, WCW versus WWF type thing, you know what I'm saying? That's so it's cool. like, yeah. So I think I think it's gonna be cool because they have good players over there now too. So right. the, the majors going, it's, it's already tense and already like, oh. So with these other guys, you trying to beat them and you trying to beat your other guys too. So. Right. It's gonna it's gonna be kind of cool. So I, I don't know, man. I think they they keep the money going. I think it's gonna be around a little long. So I'm 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 excited about this year the four majors because it's gonna be it's gonna be super intense though. So yeah, yeah, yeah they'll be repping their their side too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Um, 
All right, so we'll definitely see that. Um, Ugg says we need Marcus on the tour. And um, you know, he's working <laughs> his way out there. And Strizzy, you you're working your way out there too, huh? You've been you've been you've been out there swinging the sticks too. Yeah, we're gonna I was gonna go today, but I ran out of time, so I actually might go tomorrow again. That's what's up. That's what's up. We're gonna get out there and play. Like I said, I'm about to start uh I'm at the point now, I'm about to start slowing stuff down here. So golf is gonna be a lot more going right now. So we're gonna yeah. be out there together, man, having fun. Oh yeah, that's what's up, man. We're going to, yeah, do our retirement type of stuff early, you know what I'm saying, while we can still enjoy it, you know what I'm saying? Just having a free time playing golf, that sounds beautiful. Um, but all right, so let's move on from that. One other other sports topic we did have is the World uh, Baseball Classic that's going on, and Japan um, is one of the teams that's clinched their spot in the next round already. They're doing really good. Um, USA is struggling a little bit, but they're hanging in there. Um, they're in a very competitive group, but so far from the weekend, the biggest thing I noticed watching the games is the fans have just been out at every game. Every game has been packed. It's been a really fun experience. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm right down, I'm right down the street from right now too. I'm like right. I can walk to the stadium from where I'm at, where I'm at right now, and it's bananas down here. I hate me coming down here right now because they out here, dude. Like they out here. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. The U.S. versus Mexico game on Sunday night was like. Um, it was like a Mexico takeover for sure. I'm with the U.S. is when they play soccer out here too. Um, yeah. but I, I think that was really cool, really cool experience. But Mexico beat down the U.S., so the U.S. had to kind of bounce back a little bit. They are playing tonight, so uh, we'll see. But Strizzy, did you ever uh, did you get a chance to check out some of the the World Baseball Classic? Uh, just highlight stuff, man. I, I think like the very first game for the U.S. I think they were favored by like eight and a half runs or something like that. I was like, that's cra crazy part about it. It was like they went crazy. So like. You know, normally I would never take that in baseball, you know what I'm saying? Right. But they, they, you know what I'm saying, made it happen. It was crazy. Yeah, they did have the mercy run rule in effect for this tournament because there's so many different <laughs> games back-to-back. -back. So yeah. some of the games have only gone seven innings, which is pretty crazy to see that at like a, you know, like a top professional level. So Right, right. One story I did want to talk about, though, that was really cool was this kid. His name is Duke Herbert. And he plays for Nicaragua. Now, Nicaragua has already basically been eliminated from the tournament, but he's a young pitcher. He's 21 years old, and uh, he was not affiliated with any pro team uh, going into this tournament, but um, he was able to face in the ninth inning. He came in to, to basically close out the game, and he faced four top all-stars from the MLB, four, you know, all-star professionals, and he ended up, uh, you know, striking out three of them. The only one that got him was Manny Machado hit, him, uh, hit a double, but Literally after that game, um, somebody that works for the Tigers that has connections to the Nicaragua team came out and offered him a contract, basically. So as uh, now that they've been eliminated from the World Baseball Classic, he's going to be heading out actually to spring training, and hopefully he can get in in their minor league system. But that was just a really cool story. You know, you get to see players that are put on a different stage, you know, and getting a chance to compete against guys that they would really never get to match up against. And, and he stood in there and did his thing. And ended up being a contract for him potential um, to make it to the, to the major. So that's what's up. Yeah. That's like when dreams come true, man. And I, it's funny. It's funny hearing about that too. Was, uh, I finally watched Rise <laughs> last night. <laughs> the, oh yeah. You know, the Kubo uh, brothers story. And um, man, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like everything that they had to go through and, and persevere, like, you know, same thing. It's, it's insane. You know, everything that went to the job to be able to play some basketball, you know? So um Shout out to him, dude. That's that's crazy. He got a shot and he he went all for it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I thought that was really cool, feel good story. And yeah, I want to check out that movie too, um, just to see just to see what that's all about. So, yeah. Um, all right. I think I think that's pretty much it, though. Um, we'll 
we'll transition into our next topic. And like we said before, we're kind of going backwards through this thing. Um, so we can build up to our to our um, to our big topic. So let's see what's next. All right, NBA talk. So you know we're kind of counting down to the end of the season, and the big shakeup at the trade deadline was Kevin Durant coming to the Phoenix Suns. He did play three games for the Suns and did very well. But um, you know before his his home debut, which would have been his home debut, he did roll his ankle. Um, so we're looking at basically all of the home fans that got to see Kevin Durant in his uniform. Unfortunately, after that, you know, um, warm up, he did um, was pulled out of the game. And now it's looking like he's going to be out for at least two to three weeks, um, but basically out until late in the season. So, um, Marcus, I wanted to start with you to see what your reaction was to, to Kevin Durant's uh, little injury bug this year. Uh, it's kind of, kind of funny. I had three buddies. Uh, one of my buddies, his uh, birthday was that day. So he was like, I'm going to, he said, Matthew, I'm going to go to the game. I saw, okay, cool. He took to his two brothers and I was a little jealous because I had to work, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, they don't get to see Kevin Durant today. And then I seen a little, somebody was like, Hey man, did you hear Kevin Durant and I'm playing? I thought it was a joke. You know what I'm saying? I said, really? I said, so I turned the game on and he wasn't, I'm like, he's not in the game. But I thought he got hurt like in the first quarter, something like that. Right. And then I, I found out that he didn't even play. So my buddy said he had went to the restroom and he said he when he came back to the seat that he felt like the the whole in the Adam room would just it wouldn't hype no more. He's like, What's going on? And the brother said, Man, it just announced that Kevin Durant is not even gonna play tonight. So he was like, they were sick. They paid almost five hundred bucks off ticket. You know what I'm saying? Because it's his first game. It was it was packed. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to see Durant, and then you pretty much waste all your money. You know what I'm saying? Going to this game, he he's hurt, man. So it's like, I don't know, man. I wouldn't say he's a he's a, a Brendan Roy or Greg Oden, but because he still come back and play a little bit, but he's like, man, like the little things. But I know whoever whoever puts a clear spot up, I think it's like he slipped a little bit. I don't think he just all of a sudden just tweaked it like he slipped a little bit. So that 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 person who did that, man, I know he pretty much got fired for that. But it's just like, man, why can he – it's like he got a curse on him. Ever since he went to, to uh, Golden State, man, it's just like that curse is still on him, man, for doing that. Like the basketball guy said – I know you did that. You gonna get the championships, but we gonna be on you for the rest of your it's career. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, ugh. It's just so I don't know. Well, what do you think? That's crazy, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's funny. I feel like Kevin Durant could have put like more muscle on his body, even if he really wanted to. Like, that's just his body type, right? So I feel like you know, you know, kind of sucks that the floor was wet. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be more. You gotta be more. You know, cognitive to that. You know what I'm saying? When you're when your guys are out there doing warm-ups, man, but that really sucks. Having him miss that much time. And uh, they basically said that he might actually – he'll be reevaluated, but there's a really good chance that he misses the entire rest of the regular season and some into uh, the actual playoffs. So if that's the case, that's rough because the West is so loaded. Uh, the Suns, I think, are fourth right now, so they have to really be kind of careful on – I don't want to say careful, but, you know, they, they should be worried with who they play first because there's, you know, in the West, one through eight is tough, right? Right. And, and oh, yeah. uh, they traded away all their depth. <laughs> so, you know, you, you got KD. I think me, me and Marcus mentioned this when he first got traded. Like, yeah, man, like if they're if everybody's healthy, they might be the team to beat. But like right now, a big piece of that, you know, your core is not healthy. So right. when, you, when you don't have the, uh, the depth to that team anymore, you basically traded away all your pieces to grab them. 
that that really really hurts your chances. So hopefully, you know, for their sake, you can get back in time. Hopefully, get this, you know a faster recovery. But as y'all know, man, body don't heal as fast as it used to when you hit that thirty mark. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. We'll see. It's crazy too because when he, when they happened though, he finished working out though. Like he still was doing his thing. Oh. But you know, but you know when you do an ankle thing, when you stop moving, that's when that sucker starts swelling up, boy. So yeah. that's probably what happened. Yeah, and he probably knew too. He was like, "If once I do stop moving, yeah, it's over with." But you know, it's a junior going too because this is his first home game. You know, the vibe was really good, so he probably didn't really feel it yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when he got he got in that back, that sucker was like probably like a meatloaf back there. So <laughs> I do feel like a twinge bad for the Suns fans though because it is true that everybody was talking about this, waiting for this game, circle this game. Oh, when is he going to finally play here? And the ticket prices were going up for the rest of the season already. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they, you know, they figured they would have that time to kind of ramp up and to get things together and to figure out how he's going to fit in. Fortunately for them, he's a great basketball player. He knows how to fit in. So, you know, they hopefully they won't need that much buildup um, if he does come back right for the playoffs. But, but yeah, hopefully it doesn't nag though. You know, this year, especially he's been injured all year, basically yeah. in and out, in and out. So, yeah, uh, I think I want, I want your mindset though, too, man. Like you think, think of you came to rent, how do you feel like, I'm always getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why, you know, why is this happening? So you got to have a strong mind. Yeah, you got to have a strong mind, too. That's true. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, speaking of having a strong mind and, and mental, uh, mental well, you know, um, mental wellness in general, we did uh, want to talk about John Morant. He entered a counseling program officially. He's still away from the team. Um, and, and Marcus, we didn't get a chance to hear your thoughts on this last week. Um, but I, 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 you know, there were some developments, so let me just get your take on it real quick and then we'll look at something real quick and then we'll move on from this. It's something real quick. I, I, I know what they trying to do, I know it's serious. He got people, he got kids watching them. He got people watching them like that. But honestly, I think it's going a little too much. Like now people out there got to start shooting people or trying to kill somebody. And all that, I can understand, but I just feel like, I feel that like he's a black guy. He got the dreads and he's just. I think it's I think it's a little too much right now. I think he should be playing back right now. I see a, a couple of games like they said at first, two games, maybe three games, then he's spinning. Okay, cool, you learn a lesson. But they don't know when he's gonna come back. I think I think they're pushing in too much. Yeah. And I'm wondering too if like I know what you're saying, right? Because it is a big deal, but it's like when he initially stepped away, like okay, a couple of games or whatever, like you said, like maybe if he would have gotten back to the flow of things, but the longer he's away, I feel like the story is gonna continue to get bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. And not to say that it should just be swept under the rug, but it's like mm-hmm. it's easier to get past things when you move past them. Mm-hmm. But um, now it's like there's no even timetable for, for that. So that's very interesting. Um, Strizzy, what, um, what do you think, though? Yeah, I yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's one of those things where it's like I, I do agree with you in that sense, though. Like the longer he, he's away from the team, you know, the more people are going to look into it. Now you're, you're gonna have you're gonna have people looking into literally every single thing this kid has done, you know, his, his entire life, right? Like, you know, the, something did come out where like you're talking about him having an actual problem with alcoholism, you know what I mean? So that that plays a role in it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and a lot of videos, of course, like I said, like have, have stemmed up of like him and drinking with his family and whole whole bottles, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not just him like <laughs> just taking little drinks, you know, family reunion stuff. Like he he, he drinking pretty heavy. Um, yeah. But we also wanted to me. I, he got to get back a week or so before playoff time. You know what I mean? Like, don't stay gone too long. 
you can still get help, you know, while you're with the team and, and, and being with the team, like those are your guys. And, and, and Marcus is right to an extent too, where it's like, let, let's not, it is a serious situation. He is being watched and, and he is a rep, he is a representative of the NBA. Like that is his job. That is his employer. So at the end at the same time, you know, you, you are still representing that brand too. But I think the farther away, the, the, the longer he is away from the team, I think, you know, the more it's going to help because they're going to want to get him back into the rotation and with those guys for playoffs and stuff start. So, you know, he, he can get help while he's still with the team, in my opinion. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I think that that might be the better way because entering a counseling program, like, I mean, you do whatever you got to do to get help for sure. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but also entering a counseling program, like where the environment is very controlled it might be easier to, to, you know, move past things. Right. But then it's like, you're going to go right back out there on the road. You got to make sure you have a stable support system with you where you're going or to make sure, like you said last week, Trizzy, like the company you keep has your best interest at heart. And is, is you kind of trying to help you through that? So, um, so we'll, we'll see what happens now. I have one more slide here, but I kind of want to skip it. Like, I don't know, but I did want to talk about this where I, I do think that this, I, you know, I'm not making excuses for John Moran, but I do think it kind of sucks for him is that the gentleman's club that he was at released photos and basically sold photos to TMZ and to the New York post. And like that to me, I just think um, you're supposed to be like, um, you know, a confidential type of space, right? Where people uh, no, cool park. Yeah. Accountable. Yeah. I feel like to me, that place should be boycotted, you know, by, by like stars where it's like, cause oh, yeah. you're supposed to be able to go in there and it's supposed to be like Vegas to a certain extent, like what you do there, you know, when you leave out, like that's, it stays there. Um, so I don't know. I thought that that was pretty, pretty whack. I, I think yeah. That, that's actually crazy. You know, they can't control him going live on his own Instagram doing that stuff. But like, but yeah, if I'm a celebrity or I've got money that I'm dropping in there like crazy, which he probably was, I'm not. I'm not ever going there. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, that's a I'll, I'll switch it. <laughs> Marcus, what were you gonna say? Oh no. Because I have the because I have the photo, but I'm like I don't even know. I don't want to even perpetuate that. But also, I'm like, dang, did you guys see this? Because it's kind of crazy. I, I say that I wouldn't show it. Uh, me personally, like, uh, so I, I, I get what you're saying though, man. But it's like, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Pop says, oh, Unk says there's a, uh, alcohol is the worst drug, easily available and inexpensive. Yep. Pop says there's been a pattern of behavior, stupid choices, too much to lose. Um, yeah. No, that I, I agree. agree. If anybody's got to be there to kind of help him get right, it's got to be his dad. His dad has to stop looking at the money that he brings in and start looking at the product that he put out. You know what right. I'm saying? And, um, but it is, it is pretty crazy, though, too, about the strip club. I was going to say, because Ankh said here, a strip club will lose a lot of business going forward. I, I do hope that's true. And I am going to skip over that. You guys can just imagine to the right of John Morant there what, what was going on. <laughs> but um, I, I I did learn, though, too, that it was his second night there. So, like, he went there when they first landed in Denver, and he had a big blowout affair. And then two nights later, they played the Nuggets. They lost, and he went there. The second time was when he – had the ig live incident yeah. so i'm like dang he he was like really helping y'all out in your pocket like he was going there as a return customer because he was treated well and he had a good time the first time so it's right. like man that's messed up that you kind of he got put out there like that so yeah it's crazy wild. but it's also too a reminder like you should never return to the scene of the crime like sometimes when people yeah. have a good time they want to go back again but they're like oh we got to do it even bigger this time you know what i'm saying and then that's when you can get in trouble, but he's still young. 
hopefully he's he's learning and growing. But I, I do want to see him back in the NBA doing what what he's do, you know doing what he does. So yeah. All right. Next up, um, I did want to talk about this. Marcus Smart and Trey Young got into a little bit of a beef, and uh, Marcus Smart was fined twenty five thousand dollars for the scuffle. He ended up kind of taking him down. It was weird. It was like he took them both down. Like he was like, we're just going down when he, yeah. when he grabbed him. Um, but Marcus Smart is like a, really like an antagonist. Like this is like he's always just seems like to me down to fight, ready to fight. So yeah. um, do you think this was a serious one or do you think it's worth the fine? I kind of wanted to get your guys' reactions to the little scuffle. I, I would say you definitely need to find. If you see the play, Trey Young, he didn't he, he didn't do it on purpose. So what he did, I I, I, I also understand Marcus Smart situation too, because like what he got hit at, it's like, hey man. So I think you said, that, hey man, leave it there. But the way he took, if you look see how he took him down, he could have injured him really bad, man. He could he could have ended, ended his season. So you gotta kind of be careful with that. But Marcus, like I said, Marcus Smart is like try to be a tough guy. But how he took him down, yeah, I give him a fine. If he wouldn't did that, then don't find him. But the, he could have he could have ended his season. Uh, how he took him down it was pretty hard. Yeah, and he didn't even care for his own safety either. He's like, we're both crashing down. Like mm-hmm. that was that was kind of crazy. Um, also, we did have another fight too. Strizzy, jump in on that one if you want to too. But then we had another fight, Bucks and the Kings last night. And I wanted to know too, just in general. But is it just me, or has there been a lot of fights in the NBA this year? I feel like they're way more feisty. It's not like the AAU, everybody's a friend anymore as much. You know what I'm saying? They're not going back to the 90s, but I feel like there's been a lot more fights this year, if, if I'm not mistaken. I think maybe they're getting tired of everyone telling – tell or everyone saying that none of them are about that life. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not. Exactly. <laughs> and I agree they're not. So I think they're just trying to, to to prove something that they don't need to prove. Like, I don't care how much money you make. $25,000 is a lot of money. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for what? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I watched that replay over and over and over again. And, like, I, I understand, like, you know, and you're that close, NBA, like, you're going to get hit. You know what I mean? But I don't think Trey did that maliciously. And Smart taking him down like that was also completely unnecessary. It's not like he was holding on to him and somebody pushed him and they fell. Like, he just literally just held on to him and just fell down. It was, it was done. It was pointless. But, like, like yeah, all, all this fight needs to stop. Your your money is not worth it. No one's actually gonna really throw hands, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're Draymond Green, uh, but <laughs> but but you know, aside, but, you know exactly right. But aside from that, Mike, like, like, you know what I'm saying? They just talking. Look at them. They talking. They but I have to. I have to get. I have to get Brick Lopez. Is Craig though? Brick Lopez ain't no punk dog. Like Brick Lo- Brick Lopez is looking for the heat. Yeah, he be looking for the heat. But the but the dude did smush. Brooke, though, like he got smushed, like you're like, man, get out of here. Yeah. So that that was kind of cool, but like you said, they we we have never seen an actual like fight. In, I can't name one. Uh, Jordan might Jordan might have been the closest one, and then uh, R.I.P. to Kobe, he got two pieces by Chris Charles. True. But other than, other than that, that's the only one I seen punches thrown. Yeah. But you know, like Charles Barkley and Shaq, they threw some punches, but they didn't connect. So you never really seen a fight fight. In uh, basketball, but football, you have seen uh, they just they just they just scuffling, man. Yeah, it is pretty crazy though that like you have a whole nother sport in hockey where they'll let you fight. They're like, all right, we're gonna go ahead and let y'all squabble a little bit. I think that would that would bring a whole new the NBA. There'd be a lot less talking because you would have certain types. It's like, all right, then let's step to you know, let's step to yeah. the tip. Line, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That'd be crazy if the refs were like, all right, y'all go to the tip, the jump circle, and, and have court. And y'all got you like got, seconds. Like, yeah, you got ten seconds. Get it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So that would, that's crazy though. Unk mentions the mouse and the pals, but I guess that's really different because, I mean, it was fighting, but they were fighting the fans though. Yeah, I was gonna say, but that was a, that was more more a fan scuffle than an actual player scuffle. Yeah. Unk says Trey is on brawl time in Atlanta if he doesn't improve. That does kind of suck that, you know, it does look like he's not going to make it there. Uh, also, Unk says De'Aaron Fox is a monster. Man, the Kings are really good, but I did want to ask you this because we talked about it a little bit last week, Marcus, but did the Kings scare you, though, in the playoffs? Or Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. I'm, 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 happy, I'm, happy, for, I'm happy for the coach. He, he definitely coached the year. I'm ha- I, like, I, like, I really like De'Aaron Fox when he came out with uh, – with the ball brother, you know what I'm saying? And when he went to Kentucky and he did his thing. But uh, I think they got to grow a little bit. Bro. So I think it's a growing, a growing thing for him. But I'm, I'm happy for the – it's good for the NBA to see Sack Town back in there, you know what I'm saying? Shaq, I think he still owns them a little too. So, does um, he, he still own the Kings a little bit? Like, he did at one point. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's good for the NBA to see them doing good. I'm happy to see um, Sabonis there doing his thing too. So, I just, I just think um, – I think they'll they'll get there, but they're not gonna scare anybody. I think they could play out first round, but gotcha. Six, Sixteen years is a long time. They haven't been in the playoffs, so right. No, that's real. That's real. I think that's great to to end that streak. And maybe it is something that they can build on. Maybe they make a run. Mm. Maybe or maybe you know they get to the second round and then they come back next year stronger, a little bit more wiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's what's up. All right, let's uh let's go ahead and move on um from that. Unk says Kings are my dark horse, but we'll see. That that would be definitely different, but um. I don't trust him. I'm kind of like you, Marcus. I don't trust him. Quite <laughs> um, Not yet. But all right. Um, unless Drizzy, do you have anything else for NBA before we move uh, move to um, to our number one topic? No, nah, I think that pretty much hits hits everything that's happened in the last week. All right. All right. Cool. And let's jump back. Let's uh, let's make it happen. Drizzy, what's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man. Real quick. Oh, tune to NFL talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL talk. We got the free agent frenzy going on. And basically, now, this is the legal tampering period. Um, It started basically yesterday. And then tomorrow at, like, 12 p.m. or, like, 3 p.m., something like that, is when um, the actual contracts can be signed. So as long as nobody goes back on their word, uh, this is the where they're going to end up landing. Last year, we had a couple people, right, that, that um, you know, agreed to terms. But then when it came to Wednesday, they they kind of – flipped but i don't expect that this year um i did want to kind of get into this we'll go through the free agents then we'll go through the trade news and then we'll go through some more um you know releases and things like that but um the biggest free agent news or the most interesting i guess to me would be jimmy g to the saint or so i'm sorry to the raiders to replace uh car and then they also signed jacoby myers from the patriots to, to be like a little weapon for him um, what do you guys think of Jimmy G? Is that just like too bland, boring, or do you think he can actually do something uh in Vegas? I didn't like it. I, I was hoping Aaron Rodgers went there or somebody else. I just because to me, is they're getting the same quarterback as Derek Carr a little bit, maybe a little less than Derek Carr. So, right, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like it at all. I, I, I like to see Jimmy G go somewhere else, but I don't know, yeah. I'm the same way. I almost thought Jimmy G would be going somewhere as like a high price backup type of situation. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And Vegas is all about having excitement, right? So it's like you did kind of downgrade and Carr wasn't the best, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You did really improve. So, Strizzy, you feel like that too? Yeah, same way. I, I feel like this is safe, right? It's safe for their head coach. I, I think Josh McDaniels is safe for him because he hasn't really had – he hasn't had much success as a head coach, right? 
And that's what Jimmy G is. He's safe. You know what I mean? Like the Raiders are probably going to do decently well because <laughs> Jimmy G's just safe. You know what I'm saying? He's, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he handles games well. He's not going to turn the ball over too much. Like, so they, they might be okay, especially with the ground game that they have. Um, but I feel like McDaniels is continuously trying to turn his team into Patriots because he also had uh, Stidham from last year who, who took over for Carr later in the season. So uh, who, who knows? He, he, likes, he likes comfort. So it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't make sense for the Raiders organization. If I were the Raiders, especially getting rid of Waller, I would have gone all in and uh, gone after Lamar. That would have been crazy. That would have been exciting for sure. Right? Yeah. That's, that's it would have been, I do agree with that, though. That's a great assessment that this is kind of like just the safe the safe move. Um, yeah. And uh, and we'll see. Unk says, watch Jimmy G take the Raiders to the Super Bowl, then get benched like everywhere else. <laughs> um, yeah, it is kind of interesting, though. But, like, you know, he's not going to go out there and win or do anything super spectacular, but he's not going to lose the game. He's going to play very solid. So, um, <laughs> A couple other quarterbacks, Mike White, Strizzy's favorite. Uh, he went down to the Dolphins, and it looks like the Dolphins are basically going to stick with Tua. They did pick up his option and then have Mike White as a backup because they know that Tua will probably get hurt eventually. Um, so that's pretty solid, but that's not exciting either, you know, especially when they were talking yeah. about potentially being in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. You know, I, I thought that they were going to be in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. So I went into a cap space. They have none. <laughs> they they don't they don't have it. Like they they'd have to get rid of so much to get Lamar. It, it wouldn't even be worth it. So I I actually completely understand why they took up to his fifth year option and 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 uh, grab Mike White because they just they they couldn't do it. They could, there's no way. I don't, I don't think there's any way they could possibly make that work. Yeah, I feel you. We also got Marcus's favorite backup quarterback on the board, Taylor Heineke, uh, going to the Falcons. <laughs> which is pretty solid. It looks like they're going to have Desmond Ritter be their number one, and then he'll be their backup. Um, they also signed Jesse Bates away from the Bengals mm -hmm. to play safety, so that's good. Atlanta's actually been on a little bit of a, a spending spree. So so who who who's quarterback right now? Because Wentz is gone too, right? Um, Yeah, so they're going to actually go with the um, – the rookie Sam Howell from – or not rookie. I guess it's his second year now from North Carolina. Year, yeah. I think that's who they're going for. I think that's who they're going to oh, go okay. Unless okay. they do something different or unless they, you know um, – We don't care. I'll just ask them. So. Right. right. <laughs> but I know, but it's weird because, yeah, Wentz they released, and then Heineke, they didn't even try to get him back, which he's been solid every time they Yeah, that's crazy. Bye. -bye. Peace yeah. out. So I think that's a good spot for the Falcons, though, too, in case Ritter doesn't work out. And he's hurt. You got a guy that's a gamer that will go in there and, and do us, um, you know, kind of win you a couple games maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Tremaine Edmonds from the Bills, he went to the Bears and got paid, which is interesting, right, because the Bears gave up on Roquan Smith, who's, you know, arguably one of the best middle linebackers in the game, and then they go out and overpay potentially for an outside linebacker I just thought that was kind of weird to me, um, but I'm glad for him. You know, go get your money. But the Bills kind of lost a few players too. Um, Strizzy, that's your team. What do you think about them losing their their best linebacker? Yeah, I'm kind of you know I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I think they lost their defensive coordinator too. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see. They, they definitely, they, I think they're definitely trying to do something, make a couple of moves because I, I you know, they've been kind of stuck behind, you know. Uh, so the Chiefs and 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 the Bengals the last two years honestly so true um, so I, I think that they're trying to make some moves but they're they're going to be a find a way to continue to stay competitive because this AFC is only getting stronger in my opinion man it's not getting weaker so um, 
We'll see how they do next year. We might see them fall off a little bit. Not not a lot. They they're still they're still very talented, but we, we might see them you know, fall off just a, just a tad. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they are gonna fall off actually. I feel like yeah. their best chance to win a Super Bowl was the last two years. It was. They're moving it away was. from that based on how things are going. So, uh, so we'll see. San Francisco, they signed Hargrave away from the Eagles, and this dude is a move. And Big like time. her defensive line is already so good. That, that was, was a good signing. I'm like, dang, San Francisco is going to continue to just be beastly on defense, and then we'll see what happens on offense. Um, they did sign Sam Darnold. I think it was yeah. Sam Darnold, yeah, that they signed. Yeah. So just to have another arm in camp, um, but it's really going to come down to Purdy and Trey Lance still. I'm, I'm, I'm still curious. I think Trey Lance gets another shot, though. I don't know. You have to. I think so. But I know, I know, Strizzy, I know you're sold on Purdy. So it's over for Trey. Um, I think so. Now, obviously, there were so many other free agent signings, but I just tried to get some of the ones that were towards the top. Um, and um, one I wanted to mention on here was Lazard being signed to the Jets, which was one of um, Aaron Rodgers' favorite um, targets. And I think I do want to go ahead and kind of jump to trade news. Now, we don't have official trade news for Aaron Rodgers, but it's basically being said that it's a done deal that he'll be going to the Jets. And I'm sorry, Unc, but we have to talk about it. Um, what do you guys think about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets now that they've kind of cleared the cap space and also are grabbing um, grabbing one of his favorite targets from from Green Bay? I'm gonna say I don't go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was, I, I was gonna say like honestly, I have no idea what Aaron Rodgers they're gonna get. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't looked very good. But last, I mean, well, I guess two years ago he looked pretty decent when he was in the MVP talks, but last year he didn't. Right, but you know. Jets do have um, a really good receiver um, at Garrett. Um, really good run and uh, what's his, what's his uh, Bree, Bree, Bryce Hall? I think it's Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, then he then he gets a familiar target with them signing uh, Lazard. So you know, defense could continue to hold up the way they did last year. Running game will be sound, so he doesn't have to do too much. I mean, it's definitely an upgrade. You know, what I mean, Zach Wilson hasn't panned out, so um, I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of agree with you. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers are going to get, but it's interesting to me that he he had like a wish list for them too. Apparently, yeah. supposedly there was like a wish list that he gave them that also includes OBJ, which I'm like, dang, you can't just be going somewhere. You're not even there yet. You're already <laughs> like, hey, here's my list of demands, you know. Sure. So, but um, I don't know, Marcus. What do you think about? You think uh, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets could work? Um. It's the AFC, so yeah, but I don't like him going there, but I, I think it's pretty much done. I think he already is there <clears throat> because he also got Runner Cobb going there too. So Runner Cobb, Azar, and OBJ going there. I think he already he, – he probably let them know, like, give me those guys and I'll come over there because he knows in his, his career, like last year, he had no receivers. So I think he's going to make sure, like, his my, he, he knows his ability is going down a little bit. So I think he's letting them know, for me, come over here, I want the money and I want these guys and we can make it run. It's still going to be a tough division, though, too. So we'll see. He's not going to an easy division. Like, if he was going to the division like the Jaguars and the Houston Texans right. and the Colts, he can dominate over there. So it just – this might be the first time he's going to a good division. So we'll see how it goes. Let's going to make something happen. That's a That's great point, though, because in his, you know – in his divisions now, he's never really had a, a big, like, you know, con contest. Um, mm. And he still missed the playoffs last year. So that's, that's yeah. crazy. Um, let's see. 
Pop says Rogers will ruin their locker room. Diva always wanted attention and demanding stuff. Not worth it. Unc agrees with that. Pops also said Cowboys trade for Gilmore is an excellent move. I really like that too. I wasn't um, expecting them to go after somebody like that. And I understand he's not the Gilmore that he was two, three years ago. Even when he was with the Panthers, he's not that same Gilmore. But for a fifth round pick, um, that's somebody that he'll give you more production next year than anybody that you could have drafted in the fifth round, in my opinion. So I think that's pretty solid. I hope that helps the secondary a little bit more. And their defense was good last year without like two corners, you know, with only having really one corner. So Marcus, I see you're shaking your head. Um, what were your thoughts on the, on the trade? It just depends, man. They let him go for a reason, you know what I'm saying? So if he was that guy still, he'll still be there. They want to give up fifth round. So yeah. yeah. To me, he's still he's still better than Lewis and he's still better than Anthony Brown. So I'll take him over those two guys. So hopefully they were part of the trade to get them out of there. But <laughs> and then, but also I want I want to I want to see I, I, I like Blaine last year. I think Blaine's coming to his own. I yeah. think he should he should still start him and Diggs, or maybe they put they moving Diggs somewhere. Maybe we don't know, you know. So um, him being a nickelback would be probably. Good. I think he's still solid. He, he can he can play the, the slot receiver, so that'll help us out a little bit more. Him on the field, but I still him not if he don't start, it won't be surprised by that. But I think I think Bland he's gonna be a stud. Uh, so and we, you know we got Diggs, so we'll we'll see how it go. But he he's definitely better than Lewis and sorry Anthony Brown. So yeah. And maybe he'll teach Bland and those other youngsters mm-hmm. a thing or two. So that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So so we've gotten past those, but the biggest trade news of the last week, though, and Strizzy, I've been really waiting to hear your thoughts on this. Um, um, DJ Moore and a couple picks being traded to the Bears so that the Carolina Panthers can move up from number nine to number one. I know it kind of stung, but I I, I want to hear your thoughts on the trade and you guys moving into position to, to have the number one pick. Man, I hate it more than I like it. Tell you that much. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, man. Let, let, let me explain why, too. Let me, let me explain why, too. So, <laughs> number one, as a Panther fan, I, I lose my favorite, my favorite Panther currently. You know what I'm saying? Like, I lose my boy. Yeah. And on top of that, like, we're going to, so we're going to draft a rookie quarterback with no one to pass it to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like not, that would be your blanket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's that's his blanket. So, like, uh, the positive is we we locked up our offensive line from last year. Our offensive line was legit last year, finally. So, we locked up everybody. So, everyone was turning. But, again, like, a rookie with no one to pass, like, that's, that's scary. So And you lost CMC, too, last year. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, two of our security blankets gone. Not to mention, we're probably not going to do very well next year. Brand new coaching staff, rookie quarterback. So they get our first round pick next year, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, they also, let's just say we get like the fourth pick in next year's draft. They get that as well. So, you know, those are the reasons why I, I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we get to take a pick. You know what I mean? I feel like we lost entirely too much for a hope and a dream, right? Like, we have no idea. Like, how any of these quarterbacks are actually going to be. Bryce Young didn't look good at the combine or on his pro day. He didn't look very good. Well, I'm thinking we're going for Stroud, but at the same time, too, he wasn't destined to be number one, right? Uh, the, the Anthony Richards, that kid looked great, but do we really move up all the way to grab the quarterback from Florida? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you just never know with quarterbacks. Um, so, I'm, I'm just – I'm crossing my fingers and hands out. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that – 
least if I see anything next year, it's that whatever quarterback we grab, he just kind of shows out. Kind of like how Cam did his rookie season, even though we didn't have a great season, like he tore it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you know, offensive rookie of the year, all that kind of fun stuff. Like I'm hoping that we at least, you know, do some stuff like that. But it it stung a little bit um, when I lost DJ, especially because also real quick when when I looked at who's drafting before us, I understand why they traded up because there's like four or five teams that possibly are actually looking for a quarterback. Um, so we kind of had to. But I feel like we didn't have to trade with the Bears. Like the Cardinals, I think, are sitting at number three or four. I think we could have probably traded them, and we wouldn't have had to lose DJ Moore because of it. You know what I'm saying? So right. we trade up with maybe the Cardinals. Even even the uh, I think the uh, the Broncos have like a third pick. You know what I mean? Maybe them too. They're not looking for a quarterback either, uh, and they still have two receivers that they're you know heavily relying on. So we probably don't lose DJ Moore in that trade either. So you know, I don't think we needed number one. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with that, too. And I am it is kind of interesting that they didn't have one in mind. Like they said, they're basically zeroing in on C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young is like the, the talk or whatever. But it's like you would think if you're moving to number one, you know who you're going to go get, you know, yeah, uh, not just like you're you're going for, you know, and then you're still going to do some more analysis. So um, Pop says and this is true, too. We didn't, I, this, they didn't yeah. make signing. They did sign Andy Dalton to a two year deal. Yep. And he would be kind of the veteran segue or maybe yes. just the veteran backup. Yeah. Um, so so Pop, I actually I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I kind of want to answer. Pop, Pops is right. So, like, we did sign Dalton um, to, I think, a two-year deal. Um, I think it's two years, actually. I don't think it's one. <laughs> um, but – and I like that. So, honestly, Richardson's kind of my favorite quarterback out of the group. He really is. So, in order for us to possibly, you know, sit you – know, Let's 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 see what happens. Maybe sit behind Dalton for a year and develop Richardson to take over maybe next year. You know what I'm saying? Or or maybe if Dalton goes down, um, I think it would actually be legit. You know what I mean? So let's not force the rookie into something that we don't need to force him into. And we've been seeing a lot of rookie quarterbacks getting hurt hurt the last you know two two years or so, right? So um, to to Pops' comment, like I I actually would be okay with that. I actually really like Richardson. I think he he'll be great. Gotcha. Man, um, I think that would be, but it's funny, like you said earlier, like, would you have to have gone all that way, all the way exactly. up to number one to get him? So right. um, a couple more trades on here. The Dolphins did go get Jalen Ramsey, um, which is kind of interesting, um, but I don't really know, you know. I, I'm. Um, they basically had a really good corner that they released in, in Butler. Maybe not as flashy as Ramsey, but okay. Ramsey is like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like he he talks a lot, but is he he still have the game to back it up? I don't know. Nope. Um, he was the most targeted cornerback <laughs> last year. He was even more targeted. He was even more targeted than Diggs. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's interesting though, the Rams have done that, but they've basically done nothing but like shed salary so far. They haven't really got and made any acquisitions. I did like though Darren Waller to the Giants. Well, not for the Giants, I guess, but for him. And the fact that the Giants are actually trying, you know, they're actually trying to get him some weapons. Um, and they got him, I think, for seventh round, I think, right? What's that? Was it a seventh round? I think it was seventh round, right? Yeah, I think it was like a seventh round pick, which again, yeah. it's like now the Giants have to take his contract and pay it. But, yeah. um, you know, for a seventh rounder, you're not going to get production like you'll probably get out of him. The other guy on here, Austin Eckler, has been given permission to seek a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's likely um, out of San Diego. Um, I do want to run through really quick um, 
the welcome back segment. We got the re-signings and we got our boy on there, Beecham, mm-hmm. re-signed with the Cardinals for a two-year deal. And I really like this, especially because uh, last week, you know, he went on the radio and basically was mentioning Kyler Murray and mentioning some of the things that he felt Kyler Murray needed to do to be a better leader and to step up. And I thought, I was like, oh, man, that might have spelled the end of his days in Arizona. <laughs> um, but, alas, he's back. I think that the Cardinals know what they have in him. He's the only lineman to start all the games last year for the Cardinals. Yep. So, so big up to Kelvin Beecham. We'll, we'll be glad to have him back, I'm sure, um, sure. Marcus as well. So that's, that's what's up. Yeah, I was I was super happy, man. Cause like I said, when you said the comment came out, I was like, yeah, he he's gone. He's not he's not going. Oh, yeah. So I said like, it's over with. But I think I talked to him today, so I think some um something's something's happy, you know, for him to come back. So it just it's good. It's it's excellent for me because I think wherever he would have went, I still would have did some stuff with him and, and go go where he was going. But it's just gonna be much easier to be here, you know. And I could get baby go to the games more and do do my thing there. So I was super happy about that when I seen that. I was like, because it came out yesterday that he had signed, but he didn't sign. So I had talked to him like he was like, it looking good. That's all he had told me, but he didn't say nothing. And then today it, it, it became official. And I think I think the main thing was his family. His family likes it here. His kids going to school here. He has a relationship with people here. So it just made things easier. And I I, I, I think. I think he knows Kyle might not come back next year, you know, because Kyle got hurt late in the season. Uh, so when he come back, they might not be doing too good. So it might be like, this might save him. So, you know, so maybe that following year, it might be all forgotten, you know. So gotcha. it just it just happened. But I think he did say that because he thought he was going to be gone. So, <laughs> hey. At least but, he was honest, though. Yeah, yeah so that's, it, that's, it can't. That's what I loved. That's what yeah. I loved because, like, Nobody's saying it, you know. What I'm Nobody's saying it. Nobody's yeah. saying it. Yeah, right. I was actually really glad that somebody from the team actually said it because maybe, maybe Kyler will like take, you know, actually take some initiative. And be like, you know what? Like he's right. he won't do that, but I, yeah, I see you kind of say. Maybe it sounds good, but yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But I think somebody from the Cardinals organization liked it too. What he was saying, so that's like their little endorsement <laughs> at the same time of like, ah, see, you know what I'm saying? They didn't just immediately be like, okay, he's off the table now, so. Um, so that's what's up. Um, Payne from the Commanders did get a big deal after signing the franchise. He got a big deal, so he's he's officially locked up. And I'm hoping that's what happens with Pollard next. Is you know, even though they tagged him, he can get a um a deal. Michael Thomas coming back to the Saints when it looked like he was basically done with the Saints and just sitting himself out. Um, but I guess he's excited about Carr. Um, well, we'll see. I did like the the Cowboys coming back with Donovan Wilson, and then also they signed Leighton Vanderesh. Which I was kind of iffy, iffy. You know, I was kind of fifty-fifty about that. But he's a cowboy. He was drafted by the Cowboys, so I do like the thing. He played well last year too, though. He did. He yeah. did his thing. Like the year before, he, he always get injured, but he he played like his old self. I remember him, Jalen Smith was 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 doing a wood pack thing. So right. I think I think I think he'll be okay, man. I think he'll be all right because we don't we don't expect that much out of him no more. Cause we, he was a first round draft pick, so we was like, hey, what you gonna do? But right. now I think we don't expect that much out of him, so we just get what we get. So I think he it's a icing on the cake so i agree as long as he can stay healthy and also i do think that Jalen smith being released was like a little bit of light on this yeah it it kind of i think it kind of scared him straight a little bit so yeah um so that's what's up yeah stephanie washington she said she did not like the darren waller to the giants yeah he's he's a baller but vegas didn't embrace him even though he balled out for them so oh yeah i don't know hopefully he can stay off the injury block though uh, a little bit too um, I do want to finish up real quick with the cut tracker. Um, 
and some surprising ones. Now, we had our guys from last week that have been cut, but I took them off if they were signed in the meantime. So, there are a couple people were gone. But Matt Ryan came out today. That's going to cost the Colts a lot of money, but obviously that was a failed experiment last year. Um, Calais Campbell, do you guys think that this is the end of the road for him after being released by the Ravens? Uh, no, I think he can go somewhere and help. I think he go to a contender. I think he's right there. I think I think he's like what's the guy from Seattle that went to the Rams? Um, oh, um dang, I know his name. Wagner, about. Wagner. Yeah, yeah. So I think he like that. I think he could go to a contender and help out, but that's all he can do. I think it might be his last year, but I think he I think he, he can help a contender. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. Kansas City would be a good spot for him. I think that he could go there. I think that'd be real good. True. Yeah, I do know that I do know that he does want to continue playing for at least one more year, so he he'll be somewhere. He's he a good guy too. He's a real good guy. I always been a lovable guy, so yeah. I always yeah. try to root for the good guys. You know, you know. That's why I'm hoping that he's not. It's not the end of the road for him because I do think he still brings a lot of value too in the locker room too. So, mm-hmm. um, Adam Thielen, it's gonna be interesting to see him on a different team. I I know he can still go out and get catches, but it's like he's a Minnesota guy, right? So. I don't know where he might land, but that was kind of tough hey. for, for the Vikings, I think. Panthers, uh, go get him, man. I, uh, I think he'll, he'll be a, a – He'll be a Panther. He'll be a Panther. Yeah, I think that would be a good spot for him. Yeah, I think, they're, I think they're meeting with him tomorrow, actually. Um, I, I actually kind of see him as a Panther. We'll see, though. They got to get the WB quota back up, right? They're like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we messed up our ratio, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You know, we can get Adam Thielen in there. Maybe that's what it is. But that will be a pretty cool landing spot. They're going to need something now that DJ's gone. Yeah, for sure. They're going to really hurt, though. They're going to realize what they had, man. That, he he was really good. He was better than I think that they gave him credit for. So, Bro, he was a top receiver for the last three. Not not last because he had nobody to throw it to him. But the last three before that, he was a top receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, Leonard Floyd, a Georgia boy, was released by the Rams. And the Rams actually been releasing a lot of people left yeah. and right, trying to get that salary cap back down. But, hey, yeah. it worked for them. You know what I'm saying? It worked for them. They got their Super Bowl, so I'm sure they don't really yeah. care right now. And I would trade some down years for a Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying, after right. as long as it's been. So, sure. um, Pop says Campbell to Kansas City. That could be, you know, he'd be a discounted over a Frank Clark type of thing, you know, uh, but he yeah. could bring something similar like that. Um Pop said for $5 million per year, the price was right versus Wagner. Talking about um, Leighton Vander Esch, and I definitely agree with that. Um, that's a better bang for our buck. And he's a lot younger than Wagner, too. So, yeah. All right, so that's what it is. Now, obviously, we didn't get to all the news, um, all the signings, because there's so many. I was going to check uh, the front page real quick one more time, because I thought, you know, there might even be some more signings while we were on here together. So before we sign out, I do want to see – oh, there is a new one. Um, Montgomery from the, from the, uh, bears signed with the lions on a three-year deal. Is that the the receiver slash running back? That Montgomery? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I know that the lions like to use their backs out of the backfield a lot, but, um, Jamal Williams is going to be officially gone from there, which is another interesting story because he had a career year and led the league in touchdowns. And now they're not even trying to bring him back. So. Hey, is that is that uh Byron Jones up there, twenty four for Dolphins? Yeah, yeah. I would take him back, man. I think he, I think he got injured a lot, but I wouldn't mind getting him back. Right, and it's interesting because people were saying actually, yeah, and he's really solid. So it's like for them to release him and then go and trade for Ramsey is like, I think Ramsey even made more, just about the same. I don't know. So he's out there. Yeah, maybe he can come back. Yeah. I was thinking what happened before Gilmore did. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. 
So we'll see. Um, but yeah, but we'll leave it right there. Um, we'll we'll go ahead and 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 get ready to shut this thing down. The hour went by quickly. Um, but I'm glad we got to talk sports and 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 a lot of the NFL news, you know, because that's pretty that's pretty exciting. But um after yesterday, you know what I'm saying, so much action, so many players going left and right. It'll be cool to see where the dust settles and maybe we'll give out some grades on who did the best in free agency in our in our opinion. So then you both look behind you at the same time. I thought I better check too. <laughs> What's going on? No, uh, I was my dog's out there playing with her uh her um feeding bowl. So I was like, yo, quiet, <laughs> quiet back there. Maybe a little too no, much noise. Good, no. I'm just messing around. But um <laughs> but yeah, I think that's about it. Now um the only other thing I was gonna talk about is Javante Davis and, and Ryan Garcia. They had their first press conference, got heated, got into each other's face already. So I'm definitely excited for that fight next next month. Um we'll be all over that. But um but I think that's just about it for the week. Um reminder one more time get in on that uh, bracket tournament. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to want to um, get a good competition going there, and we'll have some kind of a prize rolling out for the winner of that as well. So, um, I think that's it. Strizzy, you have anything else you want to land us off on? Uh, nothing I can think about, man. Um, no, I thought we hit everything, or at least the, the good things. You know, what I'm saying? the primary things. Exactly, exactly. Um, hold your head, John Morant, though. Still, and I'm like, man, that that strip club still pisses me off. Like, you shouldn't be doing something like that. But... <laughs> Go hey, Denver, Denver did some. You think about it, Denver did some whack stuff late in the past years, man. That's true. That's true. I don't that's like Denver. That's not the place to be. Um, no. All right. We'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up there, though. Um, that was episode 185 of Say Like a Champ. We'll be back next Tuesday. But until then, it's your boy, A Dub. And your boy, Stress. Taco Tuesday, man. Go get your taco, man. Yes, sir. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.